Hello and welcome to the Clear Clutter Find Time podcast. I'm Bridget Johns, organization expert and time optimizer at Be Simply Free. I adore supporting busy women to save time and money and reduce their mental load by decluttering their homes, phones, calendars and minds so they can spend more time collecting moments, not things. Each week, I'll share simple yet practical tips to help you and your family get organized because mums aren't maids and family members need to be part of the team to run a household too. If you're ready to go from overwhelmed to organized, let's get started with today's episode. Today, we're diving back into wardrobes. In episode two, I talked about using 1% blocks of your day, which are 14.4 minutes to just start the decluttering process and making change in your wardrobes. How did you go? Whenever you're listening, I'd love you to take the time to send me a message or share on Instagram some before and after pictures of your wardrobe. Remember, it's wonderful to learn and listen, but the change only happens when you take action. So don't just listen, make sure you're finding 1% of your day to make a change. In this episode, I'll be touching on accessories, folded clothes like underwear, PJs, and how you can work with your partner and kids to help them declutter their wardrobes too. And finally, the key element that many people forget is having a laundry system to manage all the clothes that need to be washed, folded and put away. But first, let's start with what's simplifying my life this week and what's bringing me joy. I preach about collecting moments, not things, but I'm also a realist and recognize there are things and tools that can help us to simplify our lives and have more fun. So today is going to have a bit of a wardrobe spin on the items that I share. Something that simplifies my life daily is having Nat Tucker from Make It Look Easy's style guide and brilliant color combinations guide laminated and blue tacked to my wardrobe doors. I'll share a picture of them on Instagram so you can see what I'm talking about. When Nat explained my best colors, textures, patterns, and styles for my skin tone and body shape back in 2013, she gave me my own style Bible. I started just referring to it from my phone, but when I stopped, focused, and noticed, I realized it'd be more handy and practical to see them daily on my wardrobe doors when I'm getting dressed. I am a soft muted summer in the old color system, so you'll see lots of pinks, blues, and greens in my wardrobe, but I love adding other colors in. Nat's brilliant color combinations guide shows me the best color combinations to match my best colors with. And as I explained in the last episode, I highly recommend everyone Googles your best colors for your skin tone so you can make it the perfect wardrobe for you. Something in my wardrobe that brings me joy and elicits memories are the clip-on earrings, bracelets, and brooches my maternal and paternal grandmothers plus my husband's maternal grandmother gave to me. When these dear women passed away, I was drawn to their costume jewelry, but also recognized I would never wear them. They could have lived hidden away in a box, but I'm all about displaying what I love and thinking outside the square around how you can store things. I stopped focus noticed and saw that my wooden coat hangers had a little wire section that helped them loop over the wardrobe rail. So I decided to clip those earrings and brooches and bracelets over the top of the coat hanger so I could see them every day when I opened my wardrobe. Yes, I've lost a few of them over the time when they've slipped off and I haven't noticed, but I've seen them thousands of times rather than maybe once a year if I'm lucky if they were stored in a box. Every time I see them, it reminds me of them and it really makes me take the time and think about all the things our grandparents have done for us and how they've set us up for the life that we live now. I'll share a photo of these earrings on the coat hangers on Instagram so you can visualize it as well. 
Now let's get into some practical tips on how you can declutter, organize and simplify your and your family's wardrobes. We hang probably 90% of the clothes that we wear and the things that aren't hung go in drawers. So underwear, bathers, activewear and PJs live in drawers and we're quite minimalistic about the number we keep. We generally have two to three pairs of summer or winter PJs kept and probably only about seven pairs of underwear and two pairs of bathers each. I had a friend send me a message and ask how many pairs of underwear were too many and I asked how many she had and when she did a count she counted she had 44 g-strings. I asked her to stop focus notice how often she does her washing and how many she thought was a, a number to keep. There is no right or wrong amount of clothes or underwear to keep. It's about seeing how many you truly need. And if space is an issue, maybe letting go of some. Shoe storage is something that I try and keep um, quite minimalistic. I have some clear shoe boxes that live in the bottom of my wardrobe. So each pair is put together, but I can see through those clear shoe boxes to see what I'm looking for. Handbags is another thing I quick keep minimalistic as well. I think I probably have around or oh, probably five or six handbags. But if you're anything like me, most of the time I just go out with my keys and phone, which my phone now has my license and all my cards on it. So I don't have a need to have many handbags. Jewelry, again, I don't have a large amount, but a hack that has worked well for us that some other people might be able to implement is that in our built-in cupboard, Mr. Farmer has put some nails at the top of the top section on the sides. Uh, So the three sides about an inch apart and I hang my short necklaces on those nails. For my longer necklaces, I hang them on a coat hanger in the wardrobe. Have a think about any ways you can stop focus notice and sort, simplify and systemize these sections of your wardrobe. And if you want more support to work out what's right for you, you're welcome to reach out and we can work one-on-one together from anywhere in the world or join the next Clear Clutter Find Time course. It runs three times a year and if you're listening live, the next session will start in early January 2024. Let's have a chat around Mr. Farmer's wardrobes. When we stop focus notice, he wears work clothes or farm clothes 80% of the time. So what we decided was because he used to get up earlier than me and now we're a bit flipped and I'm the early riser. So he didn't disturb the family when we were sleeping. We put his work clothes down in our laundry slash bathroom. So the shelves in a traditional laundry are where he stores all his work clothes, his home clothes and his pajamas. We store his going out clothes in our bedroom, but to be honest, most weekends he would much prefer to be in the work clothes anyway. This is what works for us, but stop focus notice and see if this is a situation that could work for you guys as well. Moving on to the kids' rooms. We have one kids' room that have a built-in wardrobe that came with the house when it was built probably in the 70s and one that's got an Ikea wardrobe that we designed when we moved into the house. So it's great to be able to choose your stars, but sometimes you have to work with what you've got. Our kids have the same principle as we do. We hang 90% of their clothes and we hang their sports clothes as well. And the drawers are just for their underwear, PJs and bathers. Because we don't have many clothes stored in drawers, those drawers in the wardrobe become toy storage for us. 
Having all the kids' clothes hung on coat hangers means the kids can see exactly what they have at a glance. They can slide the clothes across in their wardrobe to see what t-shirt they're looking for and just pull the one off that they want rather than when clothes are folded in a drawer, they pull out a whole pile but never fold them and put them back. Something that I encourage all parents to do is stop focus notice how many clothes their kids have. Kids are at school for 200 days of the year, which is 56% of the year. Our kids have 11 school items that they wear for those 200 days of the year. They have three school tops, three school shorts, three pairs of tracksuit pants, two jumpers, plus they have sneakers and Miss 10 has sandals. When you think about that, that they're wearing those three tops, washing and wearing for 200 days of the year, it's a reminder, do we need as many clothes for outside school that we have in our wardrobes? I really encourage parents to look and stop focus notice and see if kids really need that 10 or 20 t-shirts that they currently have in there. Maybe it's time to declutter. In both of the kids' wardrobes, they have two rails of clothes. The top ones hold their going out clothes and the bottom rail holds their home clothes. We live on a farm, so kids' clothes can get very dirty. We have a set of clothes that have maybe a few more stains than normal on them that become their farm uniform. They've also got a few high-vis tops so they can match dad when they're out at work. To get an idea of how many clothes your kids are actually wearing, and this can work for your wardrobe too, I encourage you to turn all the coat hangers around. This is something you can do in 1% of your day. Then when you wear an item, turn the coat hanger around the right way, which will give you an indication that that item has been worn. Then over the season, you can get a guide of the things you're naturally picking and wearing over time. This is where that statistic that you probably wear 20% of your wardrobe comes from and maybe you can challenge yourself to wear more of the clothes in your wardrobe. If you and your kids notice there are clothes that you're not naturally going to grab and wear, maybe that's an indication they can be decluttered. It's also a great talking point with kids because you can say, oh, this one hasn't been worn in a while. Is there a reason you're not grabbing it? This is how I actually noticed that Miss 10 didn't like wearing those pants that have the elastic tighteners and the buttons on the inside. And I would love the look of those styles, but she would never pick them. So we were able to change the items that we bought for her going forward. Another tip is every few months, particularly when we have secondhand clothes coming into our home, I will hold up each item in the kid's wardrobe and ask them if they want to keep it or donate it. It takes less than 15 minutes. I just hold it up and the kid says keep and it goes back in the wardrobe or if they say donate, it goes in a pile. And when we have enough, we donate that to the op shop or sell them on Facebook Marketplace. I'm a huge fan of secondhand clothes for myself, Mr. Farmer and the kids, but something we need to recognize and to do is put a space boundary around the amount of bigger clothes we keep for future kids or the kids that we have. I put a space boundary in place that we have a box that each kid can have bigger size clothes in, but when that box is full, I don't accept any bigger donations. A lot of families have boxes of bigger clothes that they're saving for a younger child, but I encourage you to stop focus notice and see how many items of clothing the kids are actually wearing. Be ruthless and curate the amount you actually want to keep for future kids. Now that I've given you a few bite-sized tips to get in and declutter the clothes in your wardrobe, your partner's and your kids' wardrobes, it brings me to the system that you need to have in place to manage these clothes, which is the laundry system. 
having lots of clothes can actually exacerbate the washing because you can go longer without washing, which ends up with having six or more loads that need to be washed, folded and put away. And it can feel like you're spending your whole weekend doing the washing. When you have less clothes, you need to be more consistent with washing so you have enough clothes. We aim to do the washing Monday to Friday, so weekends are free for collecting moments. A few years ago, when I stopped Focus Notice, I felt like my weekends were spent cleaning and washing and there was no time to relax and collect moments. What we did is flipped our cleaning and washing routine so everything happens during the week so our weekends are free. In the Clear Clutter Fine Time course, we work through what your family's ideal washing schedule could look like. Maybe you're happy doing everything on the weekend, which is awesome. But for us, we aim to wash the towels Monday morning, clothes Tuesday night after school, master bedding Wednesday, kids sheets Thursday morning, clothes Thursday night, and then maybe a Sunday wash if we've had a messy weekend. Another reminder, if your kids can use an iPad, they can turn on the washing machine too. A key hack for reducing the washing pile is to hang clothes straight from the washing machine onto coat hangers. We use a rack and either dry them inside or outside, or if it's a great sunny day, we will use Heggs pegs, which have a side hook on them to hang them on the line. I'll pop a link to those pegs in the show notes, but you can generally get them from Woolies and Coles as well. The dry clothes can then be wheeled around the house on that rack and the kids put their own clothes away. This means that clothes need to be put away before you can hang your next load, making sure things actually do get put away. Hanging straight onto coat hangers generally reduces the ironing, but if there are items of clothing that need to be ironed, we just iron them when needed and they go unironed into our wardrobes. My goal is these episodes are bite-sized pieces that you can listen to in 1% of your day and then take action with 1% of your day. I would love to see what you're up to. So please be brave and share any of your progress photos on Instagram stories tagging b.simplyfree or in our private Be Simply Free community Facebook group. The best way you could support me in this podcast is to follow on your podcast platform. So new episodes arrive in your podcast feed every Thursday morning and leave a five star review. My love language is acts of service. And if you're feeling super generous, please take a screenshot of this podcast and what you're doing while listening and share it to your Instagram stories. If you're after personalized support from me, please read the show notes to see how we can work together from anywhere in the world. And I can't wait to work with the next group of Clear Clutter Fine Time course participants when we start early January 2024. So join the wait list if that's of interest to you. Thank you for having me in your ears and remember a year from now, you'll be so grateful you started using 1% of your day to make a change right now. See you next week.